0: Welcome to U Effect, your resource for stories of passion and wisdom from your favorite celebrities and industry leaders, committed to bring you entertainment with an inspiring twist. Hi everyone, I'm your host, Kelly Lavelle. In this episode, award-winning film and live event producer Lauren Selman joins us. With over a decade in the entertainment industry, she has worked on the Academy Awards, Primetime Emmys, Olympics, Golden Globes, Blizzcon, Teen Choice Awards, and Cirque du Soleil, just to name a few. I met Lauren a few years ago at a Fred Talk during my very first trip to Los Angeles. Fred Talks, for those of you who don't know, are mini-style TED Talks that are done in house-party format that are usually hosted by a Hollywood influencer in Santa Monica. Looking back, it's kind of amazing how my path connected with Lauren. I was brought to the Fred Talk by another of Lauren's friends, whom I met at the VH1 Do Something Awards. She had learned of my personal story and felt compelled to introduce me to Lauren, having this feeling that we would hit it off. She was certainly right. Lauren has become an incredible mentor to me since and has played a role in helping bring a lot of my projects to life, including bringing UFX Voice to the Teen Choice Awards. She's been an incredible rock when it comes to finding strength as a leader and I like to kind of refer to her as superwoman because she's certainly your season conquer type of leader. I've never met a woman who is more, has a fuller plate than myself. Uh, she can be found managing the Oscars while training for a marathon and still having time to host many charitable events to give back along the way always involved in something and has something on the go, but still having a very strong core sense of who she is and what she wants to accomplish. I could continue to kind of go over the ways that Lauren inspires me, but it's best that you hear from her yourself. From everything to how to get a step up in your career to get the most out of networking, Lauren has some helpful insights to share with us, so let's take a listen u is pleased to have Lauren Selman with us today. Now, Lauren has actually been the publicity logistics manager for the Oscars just recently. How does one become
1: involved in running with the Academy Awards? Well, for me, I come from a history of logistics and stage management. I've been in the theater since I was about five years old. I stage managed my first ballet when I was eight, (laughs) and uh, I was just kind of going up the ladder and really being nice to the people you work with. So I was referred to the job by the guy who I rent my chairs from. So whether it's a director or a producer or even the guy you rent your chairs from, just be nice to everyone and they'll help you out in the end.
0: I really like that because a lot of the times we, we ignore sometimes what we consider more the little people and we don't necessarily think that they have a role in the larger Mm -hmm. scheme of things, but in a lot of ways, it's actually those behind the cameras and the ones who are behind the scenes that have sometimes the biggest weight. The whole production of the Academy Awards itself wouldn't be made possible without the amazing crew behind it, but we kind of look at more the glam
1: of the event and not necessarily all the hands it takes to make the event. And, And in all honesty, it's just a show. The crews and the vendors and all of us work together on multiple shows throughout the year. And so you become friends with one lighting guy, you become friends with one production coordinator, you know, they'll pull you on to the next gig. And you just kind of want to stay active, involved in everyone's productions and then sure enough they'll help you out in the end for projects that you really want to do. So uh, a really big tip, I guess, when you're first starting out is network is is a really
0: important but a quality network. Um, would be would be something to really strive for not necessarily just how many people can I know and put on my am I on my black book but how many people can I uh, honestly say I have a relationship with Absolutely. and I can go out
1: for coffee with you know when I first moved down to LA my mom said Lauren you know networking is one letter off from not working you know people go to all <laughs> these networking events and what do you find at networking events but other people who don't have jobs so it's really important that you effectively network and you maintain relationships that you develop and you value them. And as you said, it's not about getting as many Facebook hits as possible. It's not about getting as many social media friends as possible. It's about maintaining the quality of those so that they'll come out and support you, whether you're in a band, whether you're in, your, in a production. You actually have quality relationships. The ones that stick th- with you from the thick and the thin. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so
0: behind the magic of the mm-hmm. Oscars... Can you give us a little picture of what it actually
1: takes to put it all together? Well, like any show, it is a team of thousands upon thousands of people to put on something of the caliber as the Academy Awards. But really, I've worked on the Olympics. I've worked on the Emmys. And it's really a circus. You know, we've got gaffers and lighting guys and parking attendants and directors and producers and costume designers. And you bring together this community of people. And they excel at their specific skill. And so, people work really, really hard year-round to design it and to make it work, and then on show night, we're live, so it's very exciting, it's thrilling, we're running around, making sure that we are accountable for what we're accountable for, and hopefully the show goes on without a hitch.
0: Well, I still to this day have you, my image of you is with your walkie-talkie on Oscar night, <laughs> running around, because it is, it is quite uh, the chaos in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, um, managed chaos, <laughs> but. Speaking of the Olympics, in a lot of ways, it is like the Olympics, because everyone excels at a specific train mm-hmm. or genre, and they prepare for the year to, to really make it their night and their
1: debut. So
0: exactly. There's and, a lot of
1: similarities. Yeah, and, and for, for our attendees and our guests, it's really their night. And yeah. so how do you manage all the craziness, and how do you make sure that everyone feels safe and comfortable and loved, and they get their night to celebrate the night that they've always dreamed of? And you had mentioned the chaos. You know, I, my, part of my background is I was trained as an EMT, and so when we're working in ambulances, and when you, you've gotten a call, and you arrive on the scene, we we're always trained to spread the calm, not the chaos, because chaos is contagious. And that's kind of my mantra in any production that I do, is to really spread, spread the calm, you know, because chaos is contagious, but also so is calmness. So it's really important for, in the world of production, to maintain your calm, your centeredness, your connections and just deal with the task at hand, move forward and not really get caught up in the drama Well, I think that
0: can really relate to uh, just your life in general. Like Mm -hmm. if maybe you're doing an audition and you're, or you're about to perform on stage and you have stage fright, uh, being able to find that calm and focus on the task ahead instead of worrying about um, the event you have after that and all the other things and just focus on the immediate, uh, the immediate need maybe is a
1: really great technique and then also if you're on stage be really nice to all the people that are behind <laughs> stage too. Yeah. I, I as as well as being a stage manager, I've been an actress since about age 4 and balancing being an actor but also being in production and the important the, the important nature of being kind to your crew. You know, whether especially if you're on screen, you know, be nice to your editor, be nice to your camera guy cuz you know at the end of the day, they can cut you up and have you on the editing room floor at the end.
0: <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Don't be the diva that you that they always mm-hmm. say they always show, right? No, I have to say though uh- like, is there something that you don't do? I Just to share with everyone, not only are you an actor and a stage manager and an executive producer for all these events and things like that, but you also are a marathon runner. You just did the New York Marathon. I did. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're extremely involved in charity as well. I believe you were just telling – you just recently did another production of a play of some sort for fundraising and things. So you're always doing – All these things, but it seems like you have this common theme um, of of community leadership, though, in a lot of the work that you do. There's always like this side benefit Mm. that that benefits the community. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Now, how do you do it all, though? (laughs) With a high level of curiosity. (laughs) You know, I think um, I get bored really easily. You know, so if you look down my resume, most things don't last more than like six months. And I'm always curious for the next thing.
0: Now, do you have advice, though, for when you do have all that full plate? Because we have that in our daily lives. Maybe we have school, then we have work, and then we have maybe a passion project. How do you manage to fit it all in a day and and be effective
1: at it? First off, it took me a really long time to learn that. (laughs) You know, when I was a teenager, I wanted to do it all. You know, I, I was on... I was in the school plays, I was on varsity rowing teams, I was on um, student government, I had my academic load, I was applying for colleges, I was on the volleyball team, I was on the basketball team, like, there was a lot going on. And in hindsight, if I look back, you know, I did, I did all of these things, but I didn't get deep in any of them. So yes, I can do a lot of things and I can do them pretty good, you know, they become passable. But if I look back, I'm not really an expert in anything. I've been able to adapt the skills from each of my different activities and apply them to whatever I'm doing at the moment. And so my advice would be, yes, be curious about everything. Try it all. You know, life is like this buffet. You know, you want to try the shrimp, you want to try the zucchini, (laughs) you want to try it all, and there might be things that you don't like. And part of that is learning things you like and things that you don't like. And learning and picking up skills from each of the little appetizers that you're having that will have you go towards your goal. To create your meal. Exactly, to create your meal. And really, I've done so many things that weren't in line with production and producing. You know, I ran for Miss Malibu two years ago. I'm so not a beauty queen, but I had a judgment about beauty queens, and I realized I couldn't have a judgment unless I actually tried it and exposed myself to this community. And so I went out and ran for Miss Malibu, and I tried it, and I'm not a beauty queen. And at the same time, I was able to learn and explore. And through that experience, I learned about poise and I learned about grace and I learned how to like walk in high heels, (laughs) you know? So there's, there's so much that we learn along the way in Mm -hmm. all of our different curiosities. So my biggest advice, especially to young, young people and old people, all of us is just to stay curious and don't be afraid to try something that you're unfamiliar with or uncomfortable with.
0: Not, don't be afraid to put yourself out there right, or absolutely. to even try things that you maybe already have a preconception you might not like or enjoy and there's always maybe a hidden value in it mm-hmm. that you then might not be aware of.
1: And when things get really heavy, you know, when the plate gets really, really full, don't be afraid to ask for help, you know, to hold the meal and to hold the plate. And also don't be afraid to clear things off your plate. You yeah. know, th- there's, there's a lot of power in saying Yes. And there is even more power in saying no. And so being able to manage that and respecting people along the way.
0: I think that's a really important point. I myself spread myself so thin sometimes. And I've realized, just like you said, you, if you spread yourself thin, you can't get deep into anything. So on the surface, you're involved in a lot, but you sometimes can't get the true value out of something because you're not present enough in the specific activity or project to get the full value out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Now, um, do you have, beside all this crazy work that you have, what is your your true passion project?
1: Currently in my life, it's a a lot of what I'm dealing with. You know, kind of my passion is flatlining. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, I always had vision boards. I always had things that I was working towards. You know, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to do an Ironman. I'm going to do the New York Marathon. I'm going to work at the Olympics. And, you know, I did everything really fast. And a lot of the things on my bucket list are checked off. So, I'm at this wonderful place and very uncomfortable place where I kind of get to reevaluate what my passion is and I get to slow down and really look at well, what are just distraction passions? You know, mm-hmm. what are things that like look good passions and what is like my real true passion? And at the end of the day, you know, what makes me tick, what makes me get up in the morning is is really the the ability and the desire to help people. Currently, um, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. (laughs) I'm about to get very emotional. Okay. Um, Yeah, really at the end of the day, I want to help people and um, I want to teach people how to listen to one another more profoundly and be connected with people. I think we live in a time where there are distractions all around us that we're constantly being pulled to you know if it's a text if it's an email if it's a billboard if it's a tv show and we're, there our, our nature is so addicted to being distracted and I'm really interested in having people get connected to people again and uh, what that looks like is is doing it through entertainment so I love making movies I love putting on events and I love bringing people together to create something that they could have never imagined or created on their own.
0: And you really are that. I, in a lot of ways, you're, you're taking your experiences and you're a mentor to a lot of people and you're using your passion. So mixing, for example, um, I think it's called back, Get Back on Your Feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're taking your passion of running and you're taking your leadership and your, your, your experience and the calm and you're bringing that together to connect with people who are in need and um, in, in helping mentor them through an activity that's fun. Um, Maybe you want to explain a little bit what that program is?
1: Uh, Absolutely. So Back on My Feet is a nonprofit organization around the U.S. and hopefully around the world soon um, that uses running as a structure for people going through homelessness to improve their lives. So we have um, four running teams here in L.A., and they get together Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 530 in the morning, and we run and we run together and literally we are getting back on our feet and we're all runners you know running doesn't doesn't see color running doesn't see age and we're out there running together and it's remarkable what this organization has done in terms of getting people jobs and getting people into homes and really giving and equipping people with self-value it was started by ann mullum i think back in like 2006 2007 and it has just done extraordinary work and When I have the time, I go out and run with them, and it is so incredibly valuable.
0: Well, I think it really stems down to, again, feeling that value. Mm -hmm. Giving your, when you have, sometimes when your life is so chaotic or when there's a lot of distress, sometimes finding that that little silver lining, if it's just looking forward to that Mm -hmm. run, can sometimes change your entire perspective on activities in life and really motivate you. Uh, so, besides the very productive and overworked Lauren, uh, what would surprise us to learn about you?
1: What would surprise you to learn about me?
0: I've been <laughs> a good Lauren? question. Well, who's Lauren um, uh, without the
1: walkie-talkie? Who's Lauren um, um, away
0: from the camera? Do you Lauren have any- is
1: quirky and silly and she loves dancing. I go crazy on a dance floor. <laughs> you swing dance as well. I think, Oh, right? I swing dance. <laughs> I salsa dance. I belly dance. Um, I think the big thing, if I was to give a lesson or like something like about my personality that I would impart on other people is don't take yourself too seriously. You know, life's too short. You know, when I do all these fundraisers, I'm like, gotta put the fun in fundraiser, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. um, yeah, I, I love being silly and quirky. I rearrange my room like every five seconds. I, I don't like things being the same. And I really like the color purple. And <laughs> um, what else? Um, I think that that guy's like a tap dance.
0: Good, I don't know. <laughs> I think this is a pretty good picture of after when the Oscars and things are wrapped, that you can see going on the dance floor and <laughs> really making your mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Letting oh, up yeah. the
1: steam. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I still remember being in eighth grade. I had these lime green bell-bottom pants and they were polyester and I would go out on the dance floor and I wore them to every school dance and I would just like rock it. And so I feel like whenever I go and there's music playing and I go dance, I just feel like I resort being back in eighth grade (laughs) with my bright green bell-bottom pants.
0: And now, um, I'm currently working with an organization called Entertainment Coaching yes. and the founders of this organization created a platform to mentor aspiring artists. In particular, they were upset and frustrated with people getting taken advantage of in the industry and wanted Absolutely. to create a safe and affordable way for aspiring talent to learn about the industry and, and find the stepping stones to get involved. As an actress yourself, uh, looking back, how would a platform like this have affected you in your career?
1: Uh, a platform like that, I think, would have given me some place to go. You know, coming to L.A. or New York or Chicago or wherever you're aspiring as an actor in the screen world and if to aspire in, on the stage, it's kind of the wild, wild west, so I think a platform like that would have made it really accessible and a place to go and also a place to learn and get feedback. Because you go out to these auditions and you don't get the role, and you're like, why didn't I get the role? And you're like, man, I wish someone would tell me why I didn't get it. You know, at the end of the day, it might be that you have a freckle here, and they wanted a freckle here. And at the end of the day, like, you never get feedback on how you were in the room. And so I think a platform like that would, would have allowed for coaching and, and for actually, like, exploration.
0: Now, Lauren, if you had if you had a superpower yes. and you could change just one thing in the
1: world, yes. what would it be? If I had a superpower and I could change one thing to, like, have a magic wand of compassion... And be able to spin my magic wand and um, have people be more compassionate towards one another. I think when uh,
0: compassion is something very universal, it's almost from empathy. If you can be compassionate and understand a situation, uh, your perspective and take can really influence. I don't know, I thought I was expecting something like... um, more time in a day so you could get all of everything done but I love it <laughs> um, I wanted to just thank you Lauren for your time here today you're It's you're truly inspirational the um, The amount of work you get done in a day and the compassion that you can still have for people and the fact that you can have a, a f- entirely booked plate and still find the time to sit down with someone and be that shoulder for them when they need you is so incredibly admirable so, thank you Thank you again for sharing your You're
1: story. you
0: be anybody. Thanks for tuning in to U Effect. I'm your host, Kelly Lavelle. For daily inspiration and insights, you can follow me at Kelly A. Lavelle on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. And until our next episode, remember, change starts with
1: you.